Howdy, Pilly G's. Welcome back to Venture Pill. On this week's dose, we start with a breakdown on the enhanced games, the modern reinvention of the Olympic Games that allows athletes to use performance-enhancing drugs, and their multi-million dollar seed round that included funding from Peter Thiel, Balaji Srinivasan, and Christian Angermeyer. Next up, we'll break down Owner, the top-rated platform for restaurants to succeed online. Hot off an impressive $33 million Series B, led by Redpoint and Jack Altman, who have both invested in all three rounds now. And lastly, we talk about Status Pro, a sports technology and gaming company that uses real-time player data to create authentic, extended reality experiences and their recent $20 million Series A, led by Google Ventures. All right, good work, partner. Time to dive on in. Is he here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees, take a deep breath, and jump. This is Venture Pill your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. Okay, leading things off for this week's dose, we have Enhanced Games. I'm sure many of our listeners heard about them in the news, but they are a startup that is creating the modern reinvention of the Olympic Games, that does not have drug testing, no limits. Hmm. And they closed a multi-million dollar seed round that included participation from PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel, former Coinbase CTO Balaji Srinivasan, and Christian Angermeyer. As the website frames it, when 44% of athletes already use performance-enhancing drugs, it is time to safely celebrate science. Yeah, I mean... I- I'm wondering where they get the all athletes and they get that number 44%. They must have asked everybody who's an athlete. Yeah. Well, we, sh- we should note there's been a lot of reporting on this company, but I think there's a lot of dust and details to still be settled. So we're just going to stack on as much information and data as we have. But mm-hmm. uh, there's still a lot to be determined. It's a little bit ambiguous as of yeah. now. I mean, they did a great job with the PR, the announcement. Yeah. It's all over. Um, X or Twitter. So the Enhanced Games said it will not test athletes for drugs or other performance enhancers at its events, although it is not clear when the first competition will actually take place. They explained they embrace the inclusion of science in sports, and they're unencumbered by anachronistic legacy systems that are anti-science and stigmatize enhanced athletes. That is quite a statement to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they also said they're aiming to be the safest international sporting event in history and will require full medical screens on athletes competing to monitor any risks. Yeah, so that one already kind of sticks out, I'd say. I think common knowledge is that how are you going to you know, allow and almost promote people taking performance-enhancing drugs and it's still the safest uh, they have a big emphasis on like science, as they mentioned, mm-hmm. and a lot of health screening. Um, it's more health testing than drug testing was how they framed it, but we'll get more into it in a second. And so while the enhanced movement stresses enhancements as a personal choice for competitors, the contest website says that it embraces enhanced athletes and wants to push the perceived limit of what is possible 
with the ultimate goal of setting new records. Mm. Man, oh man, you can only imagine <laughs> some of these records, yeah. what can be done. Of note, team sports have been pulled from the contest to better focus on individual prowess, and events will be held across five core sporting categories. Athletics, aquatics, combat, gymnastics, and strength. I hope one day, if it's a success, they include team sports because I'd love to see two <laughs> baseball teams all juiced up going <laughs> yeah. at it, just ripping the skin off the ball. Also, but, they should do a home run derby. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, just get some more Mark McGuire's and Sammy Sosa's out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I guess they're, the way they're spinning this is it's very inclusive. Right, they're going to be the most inclusive sports league in history. They're claiming all these things. They're going to break records and be the most <laughs> in this and that in history. A lot of headlines. Which they could do. Uh, with, I mean, it's, again, a great PR play so far. We'll see how they execute. But basically, all adults will be welcome to apply, compete in the games. And whether they are natural, adaptive, or advanced, if they're an amateur or former Olympian, everybody's welcome to go for it, which is awesome. Uh, registration will open later this year. Precise dates for the contests are not yet known, so we're going to have to start juicing. I was going to say, <laughs> you're looking a little beefy, you're bulking up, you could maybe hold your own there. No, it's, I mean, that's the, it is cool that it's an open tryout, right? Whoever wants to try their luck, maybe get a scientific edge. I'm actually seeing it like an F1, you know, the whole team is working on the car. Like, what mm. if each athlete has a whole team of scientists and doctors, like trying all these new ways of getting an edge in this sports contest where everyone can get a scientific edge with performance. Yeah, I love the F1 comparison. It's like the machine is the body. Yeah, it's crazy. The driver is the brain. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard to not you know keep riffing on this one. And so on top of them allowing performance-enhancing drugs, which is totally flipping the traditional Olympic model on its head, they have a couple other things that they're trying to innovate and disrupt the traditional Olympic model, one of which is that they hope to avoid the excessive waste and costs associated with the modern Olympic Games. So they have been designed so that they can be hosted at a D1 university campus, the website says, avoiding the need to build new stadiums and push cities and taxpayers into debt. Another important distinction here, and this one we really like, is that in this model, athletes can be paid fairly. So while the Olympic Games generates billions of dollars in revenue, successful athletes actually only see a fraction of the bounty. And those are the successful athletes, the people who don't quite make it to the podium don't really see anything mm -hmm. at all. Yeah, so democratizing uh, access. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how loud that was. We got this new button. Let's see. Got this new button right here that uh, my brother got for me for my birthday. <laughs> Our new could, favorite toy. We can program it to say whatever we want. <laughs> Pretty high tech. Um, but yeah, buzz buzz. That's the only thing it can do so far. <laughs> um, but yeah, furthermore, by focusing on world records in popular sports like track and field, the ones you mentioned, we can eliminate wasteful infrastructure spending and invest to fairly pay all athletes. That was a quote. Uh, from president of Enhanced Games, Aaron D'Souza. And the game's organizers say an exact prize pool and compensation structure will be announced later this year as well. So they're still working out the kinks, getting these announcements that we'll certainly be on the lookout for. And all athletes, they say, will be paid a base salary, and then they'll compete for those additional prize winnings. Yeah, so that base salary alone is already a pretty nice distinction from the Olympics, definitely incentivizing athletes 
enhanced athletes to participate. Down with big Olympics. <laughs> Down with big Olympics. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. That is never thought that one would be yeah. a down with big, but I see it and I like it. Glad we're covering this one. And last note on the enhanced games is that it's already gaining a lot of interest and obviously a ton of attention, whether it's from the media, social media, people are talking about it. Mm -hmm. So allegedly around 900 athletes so far have expressed an interest in potentially participating in the first ever enhanced games, including an Australian gold medalist Mm. who remains nameless for now. But according to Aaron D'Souza, it's a household Olympian name. A player player to be named later. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Really teasing us with that one. And then on the other side of things, over 30 news outlets have reported on the enhanced games. So again, like it or not, I'm sure some of these news outlets are slandering the concept and there's doctors and science teams that are saying this is the worst idea ever. Uh, But there are other people that are just talking about it, releasing information, which is what we're trying to do. Like it or not, it's getting attention. People are talking about it. All good uh, press, or all press is good press. Agreed. Seriously, I mean they're they're already off to the races. Yeah, and uh, no pun intended there. (laughs) (laughs) But it'll be really interesting to see how they do this, and and it's very cool that there's these top tech leaders and thought leaders in in the world of venture and technology that are backing this thing. So it's very interesting crossover. Um, We yeah we had to cover it. So hopefully some updates to come soon. Yeah, and I want to take just a second here to speculate. I think this will be pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Um, privately funded, I think TV deals alone, people are going to want to watch this. If they continue to advertise and publicize it like they have been so far, I think this will get a lot of eyeballs. And in terms of TV deals, eyeballs attracts money. So I it's, think this will end up being a success on the investment side of things and also just as a new sports competition that everyone's talking about and watching and tuning into. Exactly. And that triggers one more thought is the live golf tour. Mm. Um, Saudi Arabia. Will they see this and be like, all right, I want to buy that too. Like, <laughs> Let me in on that. <laughs> but it is a similar thing. It's like, Oh, there's big controversy. They're stealing all the PGA tour players. Like how many of our known professional athletes are going to, they're going to ditch the Olympic games. Like the, the Olympic games, like, such a high integrity international history filled sporting event. Like it's true. Um, I have mixed feelings about it because the Olympics have historically brought together people of all backgrounds all over the world and, and to drop our differences. I hope that element still remains the same. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to cause some waves in, yeah. in the space. So. And I'm trying to think like, obviously a huge part of the Olympics, aside from the TV deals is like sponsors, advertising, Coca-Cola comes to mind, right? Like all these big companies, like who, I feel like some co- companies are going to fill the slot, but I'm curious who, like, is it science yeah. companies, you know, health companies or just, I, I have no idea, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. And I think, yeah, like similar to like what you said about live, I think people who are athletes that make the Olympics the highest achievement just about possible in sports might consider switching over to this just because of the base salary and potential to win more. But if you take a look in the mirror and you think like, okay, I'm one of the top 10 gymnasts in the world, but I'm not going to win gold. I'm not going to make any money. Maybe I should consider doing this enhanced games, make some money and maybe Mm -hmm. compete for the, you know, the title if my science team is good enough to help me get there. So 
curious like where you know there's definitely an integrity part of it like you mentioned yeah. but curious to see how this will shake out with athletes certainly yeah uh, a unique one for sure but we're gonna move on to back to your normal schedule programming <laughs> <laughs> um, our second company of this week's doses owner which just announced a 33 million dollar series b led by red point and jack altman uh, which were the same leads as their seed in Series A rounds. So always a good signal to see continued investment round over round. And owner was started by Adam Guild, 17 years old at the time, high school dropout. I actually followed him on Twitter at the time, now X. And so I've been familiar with what he's been building. He's still very young. I think he's, I don't, I don't know, he might be 21 now. Uh, but super sharp, seemingly obviously got the confidence and the backing of these great investors. And the original problem he was looking to solve was his mom was struggling with her dog grooming business, apparently, and, and he helped her save it with what would then become, now we see the first version of owner. So he Love later that. partnered with his now co-founder, Dean Bloembergen, who also had experience in the restaurant space and also had parents who were small business owners. So they have this passion for helping small business and We'll get into a little bit more of what they what they actually do. Yeah, another cool startup for this week's dose. So as of now, Owner is designed specifically for restaurants, which of note, along with startups, is like one of the highest failure and you know turnover rates amongst any business industries. Uh, but Owner is a website builder, CRM, ordering system, marketing automation system, and a branded mobile app generator. So really a one-stop shop. Got a whole product suite that small business owners would be interested in. Absolutely. And you alluded to the problem a bit, but we know that restaurant owners today need to have a completely different approach uh, to stay competitive or even just to stay in business. Mm -hmm. Like you, like you mentioned, I, I don't know what the stat is, but within the first year, so many, like a huge proportion of restaurants are closing business, closing their doors yeah. and it's just competitive out there. And it's yeah. hard to compete, especially with the big brands, with all these new delivery apps and, and, the, and the companies just innovating with technology. Everything's online now. Discoverability, uh, online reviews and, and your reputation, right? Ordering and delivery, like all steps of the process, everything's mm -hmm. online. And so to help someone who doesn't, you know, we've seen technology make its way into other small business areas, but there's not like a go-to platform uh, for restaurant owners that that helps them stay in business and succeed. So that's what that's what they're looking to do. Yeah, kind of similar to how Enhanced Games is modernizing the Olympics. It feels like owner is helping these restaurants modernize to today's day and age where, like you mentioned, everything is online and you kind of got to get with the times or you might face the consequences. I don't think anybody in the world has made that comparison <laughs> the right there, partner. So congratulations. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and so we've highlighted it already, but... In short, the solution is to make it easy for restaurants to succeed online. Again, the quintessential space for these restaurants to look into this new frontier. And they're also optimizing the order experience for restaurant guests. Yeah, so the multi-pronged approach, obviously there's two key components and two key people that they're targeting here. And they've had big success to date in both of those categories. 2,000 plus restaurants on the platform 3 million restaurant customers uh, served as well as 70% of customers have come inbound. And when I say that, I mean like the 2000 restaurants. So they're mm -hmm. clearly getting good word of mouth and building a strong reputation. Yeah. Strong, strong success thus far. Uh, we rolled up our sleeves a little bit and got into the secret sauce behind mm -hmm. owner. 
So contrary to most software as a subscription platforms, owner doesn't lock customers into long-term contracts. Instead, they earn their business. So they are kind of incentivized to see this company grow and succeed as much as they can. Additionally, they go after the harder target market, which is these individually owned small restaurants, as opposed to the conventional strategy of going after these larger chains, which obviously these large chains are the ones that have a big piece of the market share, but still about half of the restaurant industry is comprised of these small independent restaurants. Yeah. So helping out the small guy down with big restaurant. Down with big. Down, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Another down with big with two for two. Um, so Adam and team will use this funding to hire more engineering talent. Uh, so they're going to bolster their product. Number two, they want to make really high quality content to just provide value to these uh, small business owners and, mm -hmm. and get them in and, and build trust with them. So they're going to be investing in that. And third, they're going to really use this funding to have an insulated layer uh, of, of safety, sort of a safety blanket for themselves with the macro environment ebbs and flows. Inevitably, they just want to be able to focus on what they set out to do without worry. So I think it's a really smart approach. And one thing to note is we've actually, we've linked this in there. It's owner.com slash B. They did this awesome, like very detailed and, and open uh, investment memo that we took all of this information from essentially and just summarized it. I encourage you to check that out. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool that they're putting that out there and being transparent. Um, I think they took a page out of another company's book. I can't remember, but if every company would do this for us, our <laughs> job would be really easy. And, and it's just so, so cool that they did that. And they're confident in even sharing their secret sauce. They know that they're building something special mm -hmm. and they're not looking to hide. Yeah, that's that's the best kind of company when they can reveal their secret sauce and they just feel so confident in what they've got going on that it's like, take, you know, nothing too proprietary or confidential here. Like we're giving you the blueprint. We just execute it better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, excited to keep tabs on owner. And yeah, quick shout out. You just mentioned listeners. Make sure you're checking out our show notes for links because we include some pretty cool stuff in there. Research reports, blog posts, things like that. So, mm -hmm. You know, if you're, if you're interested in any of these companies, definitely check out the notes. Okay, wrapping up this week's Dose, Dose 106, we have Status Pro, which is a sports technology and gaming company that uses real-time player data to create authentic extended reality experiences and just announced a $20 million Series A led by Google Ventures. This round is one of the largest Series A's for any VR gaming company to date, and included participation from a massive, and I mean massive, list of investors, mm -hmm. including India's renowned sports tech giant Dream Sports, Wise Ventures, which is the uh, VC firm of the Minnesota Vikings ownership, as well as Alumni Ventures, LeBron James, Drake, and many more, <laughs> so many athletes. Pretty cool to have Alumni Ventures in the same sentence as LeBron <laughs> James and Drake. Uh, but yeah, really impressive and extensive uh, cap table. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the, one of the craziest lists we've seen a little bit more in their founding story. So it was founded and developed by two former football players, Troy Jones and Andrew Hawkins on the premise that the way coaches, players, and fans experience their favorite sports could be elevated to a new level through extended reality or XR technology. So in 2022 status pro launched the first ever NFL licensed virtual reality simulation gaming franchise called NFL pro era. 
and made its mark on the sports gaming category by allowing players to experience exactly what it feels like to be on the field playing as a QB of their favorite NFL team. So sick. So cool. I, I haven't had the chance to play this game yet myself, but I've seen some videos and you are literally, you know, Justin Fields, if you're the Bears, like snapping mm -hmm. the ball and making decisions. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Well, really. you, he doesn't make decisions very well, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could do better. <laughs> but yeah, really an immersive gaming experience. Super cool. Feels like the next generation of gaming. And uh, we're going to cover some stats that double click on that as well. But a little bit more on the game NFL Pro Era. Last October, the franchise saw an evolution that introduced new innovative features like head-to-head -head multiplayer gameplay so players could interact, connect, and compete against one another in the virtual world. Nice. Awesome. Really an exciting sector of the gaming space. And so one thing we wanted to note is that the VR gaming market at large is very much on the rise. So the global VR gaming market is projected to grow from $7.92 billion in 2021 to $53.44 billion in 2028. Wow. Representing a compound annual growth rate of 31.4%. Give me that CAGR. <laughs> Give me that CAGR. <laughs> Over seven years. That's incredible. First thing that comes to mind for VR gaming is the MetaQuest, mm -hmm. right? Those are probably the most popular headset available right now. Definitely. But this one, you know, feeding off some recent news, right? Apple just launched their new Apple Vision Pro, which it's very early, but seemingly will also, you know, put a whole new segment of the population into this VR immersive space. So the opportunity for gaming within that seems to continue to have green pastures ahead of it. <laughs> Greener <laughs> pastures. And so a little bit more to round out on their traction. The game has been downloaded over 1 million times, making it the fastest selling sports title in VR history. A short history. Hopefully that's <laughs> surpassed and those records are broken. Mm -hmm. But uh, an, an incredible milestone given I think the technology is still you know, yet to take off and, right. and really become mainstream. So that's, that's a substantial. Uh, players also spend an average of 41 minutes in the game, estimated to be two times longer than VR industry averages. So that's impressive. That in and of itself is an amazing metric for them to draw on and, and give them confidence that, they're, that they've got something cooking here. Mm -hmm. I'd love to phone in our friend Max Albert, see what he has to say mm -hmm. about this. I know he's in Adver Games, so an adjacent part of the gaming sphere. But or phone uh, in our friend Max Harburg, which is, is true. in the immersive technology we space. we got a lot of friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, but yeah, super exciting and futuristic, but the future is now type of feel to this. And so with this new funding, Status Pro plans to broaden development into new sports titles, maybe an NBA game, other sports leagues, while continuing to enhance its modes and features and further improve its cutting-edge technology. Immersive gaming, it's finally here. You are in the game, which is crazy. That's always like, when, you were, you know, when I was growing up playing console games, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever, it was like, this is cool, but imagine if I was actually you know, in the game playing, and this feels like the first concrete step towards that, and it's, it's exciting. I have, you just gave me an idea for Status Pro's new tagline jingle it may infringe on something um but <laughs> we're gonna go legal. for it <laughs> status pro you're in the game wow yeah <laughs> i think i think that could work if you if that i just just came up with it <laughs> yeah. just came it just me. came to me so <laughs> i went with it <laughs> yeah. no i mean again I, 
this whole dose has been exciting companies like tackling some awesome futuristic feeling spaces but we'll reach out to the status pro team with that tagline <laughs> see if we can get you uh some some kind of recognition for that i like and it get them in some lawsuit trouble <laughs> yeah. don't do it don't do it <laughs> but yeah a really cool one and, and honestly one of our favorite trios here today that's yeah. such a couple of sports ones and and an awesome one in the restaurant industry so we, we let it ramble on today but that's uh that's a sign of awesome innovation going on and, and stuff we love to see. So thanks Agreed. for, yeah. Appreciate it as always, Pilgrims. And we'll catch you next week with episode 107. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of startups and venture capital. And as always, we appreciate our Pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little okey, okey, dokey. That's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do this.